In the days before Easter, Arthur Avenue in the Bronx is usually packed with people buying old school Italian food, like pane di Pasqua, traditional Italian Easter bread. But no surprise, this Easter was different. And what happens at Italian shops and restaurants in New York has an impact across the Atlantic, as Emily Pisacreta explains. Only a handful of Arthur Avenue shops and restaurants are open for business right now. One of them is the Title Brothers, a venerable Bronx institution. They've been doing wholesale and retail sales of Italian food since 1915. Every inch of the store is packed with fresh and canned products. Tomatoes, olive oil, Parmigiano Reggiano, Pecorino Romanos. Until March, shoppers would line up along a glass case, shouting and pointing to their chosen hunks of provolone or cuts of prosciutto. But right now, shoppers are sparse. Ed Title is the third generation of his family to manage the shop. I know my uncles, they both passed, but they had told me that going through the Depression that it was uh, challenging. And it seems like that's what we're going through now. The Title brothers are determined to weather the storm. And for now, they have plenty of goods in stock. But across the Atlantic, Italian agriculture is facing its own crisis. Production hasn't stopped. Grapes and olives keep growing, and cows and sheep need milking no matter what's going on. Springtime is the best season, (laughs) probably not this year. Marco Forti is based in Grassetto in Tuscany. He works with the dairies who make Pecorino Toscano cheese, an important product in the region. Most of the production is made right now in the month of April and May. Coronavirus hasn't impacted Tuscany as badly as some other parts of Italy. But strict social distancing rules are still in place, and dairies can only operate with a skeleton staff. Cheese takes twice as long and twice as much money to make. And it's not the kind of thing you can take shortcuts with. Every single pecorino wheel, there is a lot of people, a lot of work, a lot of organization who they work together for guarantee a premium quality of cheese. Much of Italian agriculture functions this way. Consortiums of small, family-owned farms and factories using traditional formulas. And the American market is huge for them. Americans spent 5 billion euros on Italian food and wine in 2018, according to the Italian Trade Agency. Now Italian agriculture faces expensive production challenges and a decrease in demand from the U.S. But even before coronavirus, Italian food was caught up in the trade wars. Jeremy Parzin is an Italian food and wine historian and media consultant. He says importers were really freaked out by the tariffs that started at 25% on cheese. And they were afraid to ship products to the U.S. Until suddenly, in February, the Trump administration announced they wouldn't add more tariffs. It's a day I'll never forget as long as I live. You know, there was some hope that, okay, let's start shipping the wine again. Let's start ordering. Things are looking up. And then a week later, Italy was being shut down. The combined impact of tariffs and now the coronavirus could put many of these small producers out of business. Parzin says that wouldn't just be an economic loss. But it's also to lose a cultural institution, an economic model and cultural institution that is at the backbone of Italian identity. That's a connection that reaches all the way to places like Arthur Avenue. Parson says that shops in the U.S. may not be carrying the kind of specialty products that you can find now at places like the Title Brothers. As the global economy changes in the wake of the coronavirus, our food may change too. Emily Pizzacreta, Columbia Radio News.